Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Michael Sassouli and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. In this episode, I'm joined by Matt Dutalis, Oli Zanino and Benna Walsh. We randomly found Matt outside my house before recording and decided to invite him on the podcast. Ollie is a diehard Marvel, Star Wars and Will Ferrell fan and wishes that the New South Wales Dine and Discover vouchers were back so he can watch more subsidised movies in cinemas. While Bennett is the in-house legal counsel of cinemas and enjoys being lost in a dark film for a few hours. Together with Matt, Ollie and Bennett, we break down one of the best crime thrillers of all time, the Denis Villeneuve and Roger Deakins masterpiece, Prisoners, starring Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal and Paul Dano. While drinking some VBs and Coors Lagers, we cover how Jackman and Gyllenhaal bring some of their best performances on screen, Roger Deakins' stunning cinematography and that ambiguous final scene that we all know. As always, make sure you're following Cinemates wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review to support us. Now sit back and enjoy this episode of Cinemates. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Open the pod bay doors, now. Keep your friends close. Your I am nothing. No. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Keep busy, Larry. Keep busy, Ty. Matt, Ollie, and Bennett, welcome to Cinemates. How are we? I'm good, man. Thanks for having us on. <laughs> Thanks for having us, Mike. So this is a very special episode because it's the first episode that we're filming with cameras. Had a bit of an upgrade here at Cinemates and we've been <laughs> plotting this in the background for some time. So I couldn't have picked a better film to discuss with three ripping blokes. So if you're listening to this, be sure to check out our Instagram and TikTok at Cinemates underscore for a few highlighted clips uh, after this episode. Now, boys, getting into it. So, Matt, what we like to do when we have new guests is ask them a few questions about films and what they like to watch. And I'm going to start calling it the Cinemates gauntlet. Run you through the gauntlet. Five questions about cinema. So first one, most memorable movie that you saw in cinemas? I think I'm going to keep going with the theme. I know a lot of people have said it on the podcast, but Avatar. Okay, I just think yeah. like that was the first movie I saw in 3D as well. <laughs> that was just incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely stuck with me. Nice one. Uh, it's a bit of a fan favorite here at Cinemates, but uh, good answer. Next question, fastest TV show binge? Uh, I think Blue Mountain State. I don't know if any of you have 
seen it. No. Uh, so <laughs> I haven't. Is it? No. I haven't heard of it. Great show. Him. Great show. It's pretty much just about this college football team and just the mischief they get off like off the field. And it's very easy to watch. Like 30-minute episodes, I think two seasons or three seasons. Okay. Definitely recommend. Is it Maybe comedic or is it yeah, like it's, a bit of drama? It's off-field mischief. It's um yeah, it's pretty it's pretty hilarious. It's not dramatic or anything. It's yeah, nice yeah. one. Sounds like a bit of an easy watch. Uh, next question: favorite Australian movie? Um, I think mine's got to be Tomorrow When the War Began. Okay. I think um yeah, I don't know if anyone said that on the podcast no, so far, that's but a, yeah, that's yeah, first time. Why do you think? Um, I, I read the books when I was younger, and just okay. kind of like seeing that on the screen was was pretty good. And also yeah. just I think watching it when I was growing up was pretty sick. That like all these teenagers were just. Running around defending Australia. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. It is cool. a good film. It is a good story. Um, so nice one there. Next question. A movie they think everyone needs to see. Um, another Jake Gyllenhaal movie, uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Big great fan. great movie, eh? He's a bit of a creep so, in so that good. One. <laughs> oh, he's just like, oh, he just plays that character so well. I reckon yeah. it's definitely underrated movie. Not many people have seen it. But mm. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I even good watch. final scene. Oh yeah, big he, time! I just can't. He's just such a creep. Hey? Yeah, <laughs> <that movie. laughs> he um he lost all this weight for it as well to look even more oh, creepy. Serious? Yeah, oh, pretty uh pretty good film there. He does it well. <laughs> big more niche, nice. Uh, TV show that you're watching at the moment? Um, I'm just towards the end of Taboo. It's like a Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, TV series. Pretty similar to kind of like Peaky Blinders, mm. like old England time. <clears throat> just about this. Guy who comes back to England after his father's died and takes over his business, and but he's been in Africa, so he's got all these kind of like powers and everything or whatnot. He just okay. yeah, Tom Hardy, good good role, bit yeah. mythical, yeah, definitely nice. another one that I recommend. Yeah, wow, good. okay, some good uh, niche answers there. Nice one, Matt. So let's get into prisoners now. To the listeners out there who haven't seen the movie, boys, what would you firstly give it one word recommendation, but also what would you rate it out of five stars? I'll start us off. I reckon I'm going to go with gripping. I think it's one that, that grabs you and keeps your attention. <laughs> and then out of five, I'm going to go 4.5. Okay. I also said gripping, so oh, you yeah. fucking stole my word. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> going to be mine too. But, but uh, you're going to do gripping yep. as well. well just it is now. gripping. Um, yeah, I think it's one of the, at least for me, it's one of the one of my favorite thrillers, I think, could be one of the best of all time, up there with like seven and those sorts of films. But I just think it's so well done. Um, and we'll be talking about it, why that is. But I also gave it five out of five. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm going to go with uh, Mind Boggling. Okay. Um, I just feel the, the film from start to finish just took me for a ride. Um, and it was just awesome to be on the back end of that. And, yeah, definitely going to go with a four and a half or a five out of five as well. Nice. Matt? I think I've got to stick with you boys. Like four and a half to five, like that kind of range. Yep. Just not not much wrong with this movie. But no. I think the word I'm going to have to use is, yeah, I think I'm just going to use the word perfect. Like just <laughs> pretty <laughs> easy that. It works. Then it kind of stole my word there as well with gripping. Yeah. Sorry, it, it, just hits, it just hits on so many levels. So if you haven't seen it, definitely go give Prisoners a watch. But let's actually get into it. I think a good place to start would be the actual opening itself. Uh, I was re-watching it for this episode and he's with his son, Keller Dover, played by Hugh Jackman, and they're hunting deer. And I don't know if you guys picked this up, but he's saying a Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. And I was actually thinking, uh, and we can jump all over the place, but I was actually thinking 
it kind of sounds like he's saying it from the bunker that he gets kidnapped in at the end. It sounds wow. like he's in there saying it. And I think maybe that was played at the very start of the, of the film. So what do we think? So you're, are you saying you reckon it's the same audio? Yeah, it was like a voiceover yeah, while they're the hunting. Bunk, yeah. yeah. Wow, I didn't even think yeah, of that. That's a pretty good take. That didn't come to mind for me. Yeah, I don't know. I was re-watching. I was just like, wait, is it's, he sounds a bit like kind of heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but great opening. I Maybe. think it is just a good place to uh, to start there. What do we think? Yeah, I think so. I think the opening's good just because it kind of foreshadows the intensity of mm. Kelly's character. I think you kind of need that um, to sort of set the scene for what's to come. Without that introduction, it probably would have been a bit abrupt when – he starts doing some of the things he does a little bit <laughs> yeah. later in the film, which yeah. I'm sure we'll, I'm yeah, sure we'll yeah. get to. Um, but yeah, and a lot of there's obviously a lot of religious mm. sort of yeah. um, themes throughout. So I think it kind of starts off with that. Yeah, and then you meet Loki, and then you get more religious stuff, different yeah. religion. But there is a lot of religion. Yeah, I guess it also like from the start of the film, you can see that Keller's going to be a pretty intense character. But like when you boil it down, that opening scene, he's with his son in the wild, like shooting a deer. Like that's obviously um, a pretty important way to build a connection with with his son in the wild. So mm. I reckon like that paternal son relationship is clearly developed and then it sort of strengthens as the film goes on, I'd say. So yeah, 100%. Cool, cool opening yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. I, um, I think like it kind of progresses like in that scene where they're leaving and that you can see the deer and the ute at the back Yeah, and he's kind of giving his son like this little – intense pep, yeah. like pep speech just after he's yeah. shot the deer and you're just kind of sitting there going like, right. Yeah, this, this guy's guy, actu- this actual dad. I'm yeah. sorry for his son, to be honest, in that Why? opening scene. I feel like he doesn't want to kill yeah, the Yeah, he's deer. a bit reluctant. He's yeah. reluctant and then he gets in the car and then Kel is kind of like trying to justify with him, oh, we're men, we need to be prepared. And I feel, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's a bit uneasy and obviously later on he's a bit uneasy as well. So Yeah, yeah. I think in that conversation in the ute as well, we kind of learn that he's – very cynical like he's he says something about you always need to be prepared for like disaster and we later see his basement and there's like all these supplies and like generators and batteries and things like just in case they like lose power and stuff yeah so a great way to build his character yeah that movie and like Mm. they with that they don't like sort of shove it down our throats it's very subtle and i think that just kind of speaks to just how efficient this movie is yeah i think as well You've kind of touched on it, Bennett. We slowly get introduced to more characters. So then we get introduced to Detective Loki, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And I think with that, this cast is insane when you think about it. Yeah, it's pretty like heavy. Got, pretty heavy. you got Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Viola Davis, who's the friend's wife. you got mm-hmm. um, Terrence Howard, who's the friend, Franklin. You've also got Paul Dano as Alex Jones. Like, it's... Top tier. Yeah, pretty yeah. star-studded. Yeah. Uh, so what do we think about the cast and some of the actors in the film? Franklin was one of my favourite characters across the whole movie. I just really? thought he, really? yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought he played like a good um, a good contrast to, to Keller. Obviously, Keller was like very aggressive in his approaches and you could see that even in the shower scene, which we'll get to, I'm sure, in mm, a bit more definitely. detail. Yeah. Um, he was like very reluctant to go forward with some of the punishments that Keller was inflicting and like I'm pretty sure even walked out at some point. So um, I thought that was a pretty cool contrast between mm. the character and he did a really, really good job. Yeah, the actor. 100%. What 
What do we think about the score? Because early on in the film, we kind of start to hear different pieces of music um, throughout. What do we think about the score? Well, this is something I definitely noticed. Like when the realization hits in that, like the daughter's been taken. Mm. This music just starts to build and build and build as yeah. they're just running around the streets yeah. and all these like really creepy just cinematography shots of like just trees and like just mm. really simple things but it's just kind of cut together so well that oh. it just like gives you chills as you're watching it. Yeah. It's so intense. I think this score that they've created is one of my absolute favourites. Like you said, it kind of builds the emotion of – uh, Keller's daughter being taken and the tragedy that the family's going through. I think they use an organ mostly. It's an organ. Yeah. And it's just like those kind of light, like you hear that long notes. Really soft, eh? yeah. yeah. Just so good. And like <clears throat> this is, yeah, jumping all over. But um, I think when they realize that they've lost the daughters and they kind of check through all the different houses, like, and they're, the families are all interacting with each other, like, oh, like, have you seen them and stuff? Like, what, what did you think about the, like, authenticity of the acting that they're all doing? Like, they just all kind of bounce off each other and just, like, it, it seems exactly like what would happen if you lost your kids to yeah. be kidnapped. I think this is, out of the movies I've watched with Hugh Jackman, I think it's his best performance that I've seen just because he kind of portrays that just absolute panic mm. of, like, I'm sure what you'd experience if you were a father that had lost their daughter. And then yep. you kind of couple that with you really believe his aggression mm. and I think given the extremity of what he goes to, it's probably hard to actually feel someone authentically doing that to the extent that you do with him. Yeah. Um, and same with Jack Gyllenhaal. Like he plays this kind of loner, creepy detective character so well and he's mm. obviously done it in other movies as well. So I think for both of them it's probably my favourite performance in any movie. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. 100%. I completely agree. I think – for for Jackman playing Keller, like I just thought he was so good, and he wasn't even nominated for any awards with it. And I think that was like one of the biggest robberies. Robbery, yeah, yeah. pretty I, harsh on. I only just found out, like, yeah, but like just crazy that he didn't get it. I think it's yeah, easily his best performance. And like you said, we kind of get the spectrum of him like just losing himself in this like controlled dad character. He's like lost the daughter. We see later, kind of. You know, his anger and aggression, um, just so good. And same with Gyllenhaal. Um, we kind of touched on how he did something a bit different and for Nightcrawler, like losing a bit of weight to change the character. For this, I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, Detective Loki didn't have any, like, tattoos or uh, he also wears a lot of rings. Yeah, and he didn't have a face twitch, but Gyllenhaal, like, requested that he get tattoos wear rings and like have this like twitch and he like twitches his eyes a lot. Did you guys notice bring that yeah, up how many yeah. times yeah. he twitches um, his eyes? I, I did know this like yeah. apparently because there's another movie. I, f- I don't even know how to say the director's name again. David Villeneuve. Oh, Dennis. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. yeah. So he, him and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal worked together on this other movie called Enemy. Oh. Um, and on that movie he was looking for like as he came across – um, onto prisoners, he was looking for this person to play Detective Loki, and he just loved Jake so much mm. that when he brought him over, he gave him the option. He's like, "Yeah, if you play this character, however you want to play him," and yeah, went with the tattoos and rings. Yeah, that's good touch. That's sick. Yeah, such a like small touch, but it just makes him so much better. 
Um, you've touched on it before, Matt, but what do we think of the cinematography? Like it's um, – so Roger Deakins is a bit of a collaborator with Denis and I thought that it was just like very dully lit. The movie that, yeah. is very dark and like um, we just get these kind of simple shots. There's a lot of trees, as you said, of like the town. I don't know where it's set in America, but what do we think of how it was shot and the, the way that it looked? You go, Matt. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was reading about this as well. Apparently the cinematographer wanted to use as much natural light in it as possible. So okay. like in all those really dark scenes, they don't use any of those like big production lights to kind of like so you see people's yeah, faces yeah, and yeah. everything. They want it to be as like raw and real like as possible. So like you, you feel like mm. this is so genuine what you were talking about before. It's just like you believe everything that they're doing yeah. and saying and that like this actually could have happened to oh, all these actors. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I think um, especially with that, I didn't know that they were just using natural lighting, but like the kind of night scenes, um, you know, there's the different ones of like um, the daughters have been taken and the te- the town is now discovering it and reacting to it and they do the like candlelight the vigil yeah, yeah. Scene, and it's just man. lit up by the candles. It's still very dark. Um, and then the, the creep chase, rocked the up. chase with Bob. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. What do we think about the candlelight vigil scene? As a whole, I think it's a great scene. I think that whole chase with Bob's kind of the moment you realize Alex isn't the one guy as well. Mm. You realize there's a lot more going on. And then I think from that point on, when you have Keller with Alex, like torturing him, it makes it that much harder to watch because, like, for all we know at this point, Alex's involvement's pretty minor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Keller's just been and beating his yeah, pole, <laughs> torturing him. Um, so I think he's introduced at the right time at the movie of mm. the movie. I think, um, but yeah, great scene, great chase, exciting, very good chase. I don't I know think, why mm-hmm. Bob's such a good athlete. Yeah, he's got some pace to him, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, like, how did he get up that tree so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah no he jumps knows. down the tree. Why did he think to go up there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I thought it was just such a good scene because we see Loki like kind of looking at the people at the vigil and people are putting like candles and flowers and stuff down and then you just get this hooded guy who's like stroking this yeah, like rabbit yeah, rabbit toy Bizarre. thing and you're like who's this guy because at this point we suspected that alex was the kidnapper because he's um he got kind of interrogated he's obviously a very twisted individual but mm-hmm. we realize he's like not very smart and he just doesn't say anything to them but um yeah we're kind of not sure like who it is at this point. And then this chase scene erupts and you're just like, what is going on? But he doesn't end up catching him, does he? No, he doesn't catch he him. Escapes. Yeah, he escapes. He escapes and then was like, yeah. And he gets like spotted at that. The, the kids. The, oh, like, yeah, the yeah, supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then later he come, Detective Loki comes to his house and he's like, oh, why'd you run away from me that night? And he's like, oh, what? Like, yeah, he doesn't know how to answer it. And he shuts the door on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, uh, uh, and you've been shopping at the mall lately at this like <laughs> that stupid line about yeah. not buying yeah. suits at Brooks Brothers. Yeah, I can't <laughs> buy suits at Brooks Brothers. And he's like, and then, and I think this is like just shows how well acted it is by Jill and Hall. He's like kind of toying with him and kind of laughing with him about, um, no, no, oh, he's kind of being a bit chill. But then he laughs about, um, oh, but you bought children's clothes like. And he's just smiling at him, and then he just goes full serious and just tackles him and yeah. arrests him. I just thought that scene, it goes from like being really serious, kind of toying with him to get the answers out of him, 
and then it just erupts and you think that this guy's the the kidnapper. Um, you found the snakes and the body clothes and everything yeah. as well, isn't it? What was the significance of the snakes? Did I he just collect snakes? I th- my interpretation was I thought he had an incident with like snakes when he was a prisoner of Holly. Oh, oh yeah, because there was that thing what, that Holly says that was like, oh, Alex had an accident when he's younger and he like he's really frightened of snakes. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so right. I don't know if that's like, and I'm just, so I'm just assuming it would happen with Bob yeah. as well. Okay. But I think when that um, police commissioner came in and he was like sort of debriefing um, Detective Loki about how there was a role model for Bob. Do you, do you guys remember that scene where he was like, he pointed out a magazine and this apparent like um, hero of Bob's was like pretty much produced the – the magazine, and apparently that person was um, had like a fascination with snakes or something. Oh, okay. oh and, right, yeah. And um, maybe that was what drew Bob to the snakes, but I don't know. I thought Bob was like a copycat, like a doctor, and so I thought yeah, like mannequins burying like buried in his yard yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought what he was doing was like going and buying kids' clothes and mannequins and stuff, pretending he was abducting and then filling it with pig's blood. Yeah. Oh, is that what that was? Yep. Yeah, it's pig's blood. That's why then, there was a pig in the sink. So I think he's a like, dead pig I, in the sink. Like, I thought oh, what right, he was doing I completely was like, missed all of that. He was like recreating what happened to him but to mannequins with right. fake clothes. But then wasn't uh, uh, Keller's daughter's sock in one of them? Or no? Yeah, because yeah. he goes into and he gets he the steals sock. steals the clothes. He steals the clothes. Remember that he like goes through the houses and jumps out the window? Oh, yeah, that's so that's separately. He just goes into people's houses oh, and steals their clothes. Where he would walk up the stairs, go into the drawers, and then jump out the window. And then, oh my god, Keller's wife was like, Oh, oh nah, I must have been hallucinating or something because the but window was open, the window yeah, was open, yeah. and she was wigging out. That's it. when, um, wow, Loki, I did not realize Loki goes back and finds the other sock. Yeah, because he obviously dropped one when he was leaving the house because it was buried in the dirt. Ah, wow, but I only noticed that on the second time watching. I didn't notice it the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm also pretty sure he, because he buries the two mannequins. Mm. Um, I think it's like meant to be where he, where the like car is at Holly's house as well. So they're like buried where that place is. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing. Yeah, interesting. That's uh really opened up my mind just then. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit um, going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. There is. What do we think about? Because as the story progresses, you kind of get teased that. Alex is the is involved somehow mm-hmm. and they let him out of jail and Keller finds out and he drives his truck over the, uh, the media's coming dead. around and he he like shakes him up and <laughs> then you kind of only subtly hear and I only realized what he said because he kind of talks about it later but he's like he says really softly like they didn't cry until I left them yeah and you're like what like what did you say and you just like want answers out of him but what do you guys think of that scene? I reckon that's like that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the oh, movie. Really? Like Hugh Jackman just rocks up in his truck, does this mad skid like on the yeah, road, yeah, just yeah. pushes like this police officer to the ground, just barges through everyone. Yeah, and then like this subtle thing from Dano, just he's so like, fired up afterward. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna absolutely. Kill Did no this one guy. else hear him. <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly. So good. It's so well acted, and I think um, yeah, they just kind of. Both play their characters so well and just tease us. We're, then, we're not sure what's I going on. I think the next time we see Alex, it's when he's got the dog. And he's oh, like, oh my <laughs> that God. was so weird. He like I pulls it up. Yeah, he hangs it up. I hate watching that. It's hard to watch. It's so hard to watch. Fuck. And that's he, when. And that's when Jackman's like, nah, comes up with the like, he like loads yeah. the gun up in the car. Yeah. And like, and oh he's my like, God, what's mate. he gonna do? 
that scene, we talked about the lighting before. Like you just see Jackman's face and he's got the gun and you're like, holy shit, is he yeah. going to kill him? And mm. you're not sure what he's like planning. And you hear, you hear him sing the song as well, that like Jingle Bell song that his daughter sings. Yeah. And he, he asked him about it. I think as well, um, interesting that Dano since played the Joker in, oh, sorry, the Riddler in the Batman mm. and he's singing a song about Batman. I just thought that was a, I think he just set himself up for this movie by playing it so well. That yeah. Just like, he just goes into that movie just with the same kind of personality. Same thing. Just, just like a sick, twisted bloke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think interesting as well that Keller is all about like being religious and he's got like crosses in his youth. So and many religious. Says all these prayers, the way, yeah. but then he's just becoming this like psycho breaking all the rules to try and yeah. get his daughter back. What do we think about well, I the think lengths that he goes to? I think that's what, because when you meet Holy Later and mm. you find out that she's like waging a war on God yeah, and that like she's saying she's taking people's children to like turn the parents into demons. Mm. And so I think it's kind of that's what's progressing with Keller. It's interesting because you hear him praying outside of Alex. Like when he has Alex in the shower, he'll like, torturing him then he'll pray and then torture yeah. him. so you can tell he's conflicted um but it is very interesting just to think about it's hard to know unless you're experiencing something like that mm. how you'd feel about your own morals and views and everything yeah and then you see i think that's why franklin's such a good character mm. as well because you can kind of see the battle between good and evil like unfolding through both of them yeah what about when keller brings franklin for the first time to the like apartment and he's like, did you bring a change of clothes? He's like, yeah, like you're going to tell me why I'm coming. And then he sees he what Keller's him. done yeah. and he's just like, he just kind of slowly just loses it. What do we think about his reaction to it all? Just again, it's just like so real. It's just like if someone, like anyone at this table just goes like, yeah, just get in the car. Like we're going to go for a ride. Like just, I just need to show you something. Yeah, and then yeah. just a bloke just like chained Beat up to up. a heater. Yeah. And he's just looking at you, just scared as you just look at the other bike, just lose it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But yeah, I just think, yeah, Franklin's response to that is just yeah, perfect. Sums up his character really well. Mm. What we were saying before. It's just like these kind of timid blokes, complete opposite yeah. to Keller and stuff. And yeah, just like sums up they're both their character. You could tell he was genuinely like frightened by Keller as well. Yeah. yeah that yeah. scene started. He's like, oh my God, this guy's so scary now. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is that Keller kind of also guilt trips uh, Franklin into it. He's like, you know, they've been gone for five mm. days. Like if we don't keep going harder, we're going to never see them again type thing. Um, and I think one of my favorite scenes is when he starts like screaming at um, Alex and he's like, tell me. And he has the hammer and he holds yeah. it up yeah. and it's he's all bashing the sink because he's going to hit his hand. Um, but it's all one scene as well. And he, you seeing Jackman like genuinely breaking this. I don't know if the sink was real or not, but... He's like slowly bashing bloke. Yeah. <laughs> and then he bashes um, the wall up next to his head as well. Yeah, and he smashes it in. Yeah. And if I was Dano, I'd still be having nightmares of Hugh Jackman. <laughs> oh, just right to put a hammer it, into my head. I can't head. believe it takes him so long to tell him. What do you he, mean? Like Dano eventually says the maze thing to Jackman. Yeah. But like it takes him so long to, to say anything. Say it, yeah. It's well, just I reckon, like, it's frustrating. <laughs> realistically, surely he's dying. Oh, sure. like, he's been he beaten survive. to a pulp. And he's not getting any, like, water or anything. But, and no. then he goes in the shower. Yeah. It's burnt like, alive. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, I think as well, like, yeah, maybe that's a bit unrealistic. But nonetheless, I think um, in the background, you also, you also have Franklin holding Alex up and he's, like, witnessing what yeah. Keller's doing and you can see how fearful he is. And all three of them just acted so perfectly. I think it's just the... Most insane scene. Yeah. And Alex is just like shook that he's like, you know, nearly been killed. But the scene when um insane. Franklin's wife comes as well. And then you yeah. see Alex's face. Oh, and she, lifts the, well. she lifts oh. the bloody bag up off his head and yeah. just goes, oh, my God. It's That's so worst. just like she's been stung by like yeah. a thousand bees or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his face is so swollen. And you see how like – because it's interesting that she's like, I want to see him. Like – and yeah. – ter- uh, Franklin's more like, no, this is so fucked. Like, this is <laughs> just not right. Um, but, yeah, her reaction to that. And then she uh, unchains him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and he tries to escape. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He bangs on the glass and has a glass shard in his hand. Yeah, and yeah. tries to, like, stab Jackman, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a very fucked scene. I think – and as well, she's kind of – Viola Davis plays her. She's a bit of a silent achiever as well with her performance. Like, she's just kind of – dead inside um, when they discover that the daughters are missing. Um, and, yeah, she's actually kind of accepting of what Keller's doing. Well, she's the one that says to Franklin, like, we're not going to participate, but we're not going to stop it either. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of well, yeah as he's, up. like, yeah. pulling the nails out of the thing, he goes, like, no, think about yeah, think yeah, about yeah, her. Yeah. Like, we're going to find her. Yep. Yeah. So good. Um, what did we think about is the scene where 
uh, Detective Loki is interrogating Bob and uh, he ends up taking the gun uh, and he kills himself. What do we think of that scene? I think I just felt bad for Loki in that scene. Like he loses his cool for one minute yeah. and those are the implications, which is pretty confronting. Mm. Also, the introduction to the maze concept in that scene is pretty cool, I think. I'm not sure if we see it earlier. I think you see it earlier with the corpse in yep. um, in the priest. And basement. that is like house as well. He's got yeah. like it all drawn and there's up. And there's a couple of things, but that's when he sort of starts unpacking it. Mm. And that becomes pretty important to the movie. And I think it's a really cool way of bringing everything together. 100%. Um, kind of goes hand in hand with prisoners as well. There's this maze I can't get out of. Yeah. Yeah. What um what was the significance with the priest again? So the How priest, did he know to go to the priest's house? So he just went to every sex offender's oh. house within like a 10-kilometer radius yep. and it turned out that priest had met Holly's husband at confession. Oh, and, and he was saying. The kids, yep. And then the priest killed the husband, kept in the basement. But Hall, when he arrested the priest, was just like, oh, this is just some made-up story to try and um, alleviate himself of, yep. of any guilt. Of the, yeah. yeah. Wow. I think that scene as well because you're like, who's taking the kids at this point? And you see the priest is just like belted on the floor, passed out. <laughs> yeah. And Gyllenhaal, uh, Loki goes for a walk around and then he sees the fridge and you're like, what is going on here? And, yeah, it just completes, completely I unfolds. Why, I don't know why the first time I watched it, that thing with the priest and the husband kind of went over my head. Mm. And I like didn't really think about yeah. it until like the second time I watched it a lot more closely. It's a pretty cool way of bringing – because essentially that's bringing the resolution in really early and just no one knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And you've kind of like – it's it's like on you to try and piece it together, which yeah. I think is a cool way of, of doing things. No, very cool. What do we think of when Keller then uh, – because they, they say that, uh, you know, Bob's killed himself and they think that Bob took the children. Mm-hmm. And then Keller goes to – Back to Alex, he's like, oh, what the fuck have I, like, done? Um, but then he realises that because he goes to Holly's house and he what, – what does he – He sees the photo of Holly's husband with the maze, maze. necklace. And he realises. And pieces two and two together. And then she has a gun on his back and you're like, what is going to happen here? Yeah. What do yeah. we think? Is this the first or second time he goes back? This is the second time. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he realised – I thought Jackman realised. Oh, no, maybe it was the first time. No, it was the first time because he. Jackman realised when Joy says to him, "You in were hospital, there. You were there," and that's when he goes. Oh, doesn't he just yeah. go the first time to like creep around because he thinks it's Alex? Yeah, yeah he wants to right. get a better yeah. understanding yeah. of like where he grew up, and then he sees the photo of the husband in the maze. Mm. Yeah, and later on, yeah, Joy okay. says you were there, and then he goes back with all of his tools and ready a gun. to yeah, and ready gun, to yeah. kill her, and just like maybe intercept Anna. Obviously, that photo is the giveaway for Loki as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, because Loki was um, he was playing with the toy truck in his like office. Yeah. And then uncovered the photo of the dead corpse on the floor after he skits out. Yeah. After he skits out, and then he puts two and two together that Bob Tom, like Bob Thomas, also had mazes drawn everywhere in his Mm. house with the dead corpse. Probably relates to. Hollies and then, but obviously he was too late and mm. got there after Jackman. Yeah. Well, doesn't I thought he goes there originally to tell Holly about what's happened to Alex, yeah, and then does. and then he realizes like 
sees the photo and realizes, like, oh, no, it's Holly. Yeah. Don't know. Oh, the second time he goes back, like, with all the tools. like I'm talking about when um Loki goes back. Like, doesn't he go back to oh, yeah, say he, the aunt? Yeah, like, oh, sorry about what's up with Alex. Like, and then he sees the photo and then that's what, like, triggers him to but he go, realize Does he go Holly? back twice as well? I thought Loki only well, went he, to Holly's house. No, he goes, like, the first what? time, like, and she goes, oh, are you interested in the car? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm interested yeah. in that, like, yeah. the son and, like, What's his story yeah. and everything? Mm. But he came around the side for that first time. Yeah, so maybe yeah, the second yeah. the second time he came through the front. Yeah. Well, se- actually, second time he was going there to say what had happened to Alex. Yeah, he, that's right. They at this point they he just thinks that um He's a victim of what's yeah just happened. And like the dog was um returned back to the house or something and he realized that he was missing. Um and then he realizes that the photo with the husband as well. Um, and meanwhile, Holly is like about to inject um, with the daughter with some sort of drug. Yeah. Yeah. What whatever it is. The ketamine mix or something. Yeah. What was that? I think it's is actually, that, yeah, it's literally literally like, like meth, it's actually meth half slash ket. They just yeah. use it to <laughs> sedate. <laughs> why, why, why is that pause, funny? man? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> why? Um, what did they just, is that just what they use to like, you know, yeah, like, prisoners. Yeah. Okay. And like, to stop them escaping, basically. Yeah. yeah. Just make them acquiesce. Yeah. Um, no, I just think the build up of like Kellogg being taken, she makes him drink the concoction and also goes to, forces him into the hole. Um, and we get the whole build up of like, you know, reverse the truck back. Yeah. Um, she's like mm. pointing a gun at him the whole time. Then he's like, I'm not going in the hole. And then she shoots him in the leg. Yeah. Um, and then we're like, what the fuck? Like he's going to be like kept in this hole. Just bleeding out and everything. Bleeding, like yeah. jumps down, like probably breaks his ankle yeah. or something. Um, what do we think of that scene? And then when Loki arrives later. The whole time I'm kind of thinking like Jackman could surely just kind of turn around, around and just like and whack the gun out. Because yeah. in the I kitchen, thought. like she's got the gun on him, right? But it's so close. And like it's not until he kind of takes a step forward that she like, actually loads it. Oh, and like true. the whole time I'm like, surely you just throw something at her. Or yeah. She's yeah, pretty yeah, old. Yeah. Like, when he goes back the second time, he knows. Like, surely you just go in, storm in. And just kill her. Yeah. Or, like, or, or well, because he wants to get his daughter. So he probably I mean. needs to I mean, play like, with her. He can't kill her, but surely yeah. he just goes in all yeah, guns. A bit of blackmail, maybe. Yeah, yeah if he's of, done that to, like, <laughs> Alex, like, he's got no boundaries at this point. Yeah, and you'd think he'd be, he'd be a bit more calculated with that as well since he's such a calculated bloke. Yeah. I think at this point he's just kind of lost. He's just lost the plot. Yeah. But he's just, yeah, going rogue. Mm. Yeah, I think um, when when Loki then realizes and the, the tension's just like building, the music is slowly amping up. She's about to inject um, Anna. Anna with the whatever the, whatever she's Serum, got. Serum um, going on. And, and, he, and Loki's just like, um, he's like, show me your fucking hands has the gun at her and she's still going and she kind of says something like, oh, um, I hope they cremate me or something because mm, mm. uh, she, she knows she's going to die. And then she pulls out a gun and they like have this standoff. Um, what do we think of that scene? I reckon that sequence is probably my favourite stretch in the movie. Okay. I reckon, this, like- I reckon the scene where 
Loki drives Anna to the emergency oh. room and oh. it's going all blurry Man. to kind that of replicate like Loki's descent. Yeah. And, and he's yelling out, stay with me, Anna, yeah. stay yeah. with yeah. me. I reckon that's my, favorite, that's my favorite scene. That was awesome. That was so good. He's and got it's got like blood gushing from his like running yeah, face yeah. and he's wiping that off and trying to drive with the And other it's pissing down with rain. Why is it raining so much <laughs> constantly? <laughs> it's always raining. It just, <laughs> it just shows you like the character is as well because they say at the start of the movie, he's like he's never – yeah like lost a case or he's mm. never not solved a case. So mm. like him like just powering through to just make sure this is solved kind of just yeah like sums him up as a character. 100%. And just shows his like kind of relentless will to like, you know, get get the justice. But mm. I, yeah, I think that scene was just so good. Like he just – because the bullet like skims his head. Is that why he's bleeding? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, so. I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, just so good. And, and again, the music is so good. There's kind of different shots of the car like speeding through all the traffic um, and then it starts blurring out and you think they're like not going to make it mm. and then they see the hospital and he's like, help. Like it's just so good. I think, yeah, absolute climax of the scene. Mm. Um, any parts that we maybe didn't like about the film? I don't know if I'd say I didn't like but there's a few that are genuinely hard to watch. Oh, like yeah. Watching, watching that thing with the dog <laughs> when – Alex is throwing it around and then watching some of the later scenes with Alex when Kel was just torturing him. Mm. Like obviously necessary for the movie and the development of the characters, but geez, it's tough to watch, man. So tough to tough watch. Tough viewing. When the when um you get snippets of Bob Taylor going in and out of the houses to collect like yeah. Yeah. clothes of little of little children. That was like so weird when I was watching that. Other than that, yeah, there weren't many other parts I didn't like. It was yeah. so good. I didn't have too many bones to pick at all. I think, yeah, it's one of my favourite crime thrillers, one of my favourite movies. But, um, yeah, it is hard to watch. It's quite a dark. Yeah, it's dark. <laughs> it's, a dark, dark it's, a good one. it's a dark film. But, yeah, I think some of the some of those scenes was very hard to watch. I can understand why <laughs> they do it. But at the time, I kind of was left wanting more. It just ends so abruptly. Mm. And... Like, it's kind of cool that you get left to decide whether or not you think Keller gets rescued. But when it just ends, I'm I'm sitting there. I want to, like, I wanted more at the time. Mm. You want, like, some closure. I want some closure. Yeah. yeah. Because we get, we haven't even talked about this, but we get the, Keller's, like, dying down there. But he has Hannah's whistle and he starts blowing it because Loki's gone back because they're digging up the, the backyard and stuff. And he's kind of stayed back while all the, like, forensic people have left. And you just hear in the wind like the tiniest faint yeah, thing couple, of a whistle. Couple whistles. And he like yeah. he turns away and then he hears it again. He's like, wait, what? And it's just silent other than seeing Gyllenhaal. So do we think that he because it ends kind of a bit ambiguously, yeah. do we think that he finds Keller down there? I'm gonna say yes, just based on everything we know about Loki to that mm. point. And he's so thorough in his job. And everyone he's at the priest's house, he's like Moving the fridge, he's moving stuff around. So he's kind of done it before with different objects. Yeah. Moving the car out. I definitely think he's going down there and getting it. Yeah. But I he's arresting he, him. I reckon he gets it's my it. take. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Like he's just blatantly going to jail. Yeah, he's yeah. going to prison. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but is that a good thing? Are we happy with that? I think he just, okay, it is what it is. But like yeah. he gets saved. Yeah. He's like, man, but yeah, it's pretty, like Jackman's just kind of not saved the day, but like it's kind of helped a bit. But yeah. But how was the whistle down there in the first place, though? Because Anna was there. She, she would have put. That's how Anna gets captured in the first place because she goes looking for a whistle by the. But, by but Anna was in the house when 
um, Gyllenhaal found her. So yeah, that's yeah. What so I was, she'd, she'd probably moved. I think they could take Holly it up and down. probably had moved them up and down. Oh, yeah. That's right. yeah. You remember that scene where, like, they come into the house and Joy, like, escapes, and yeah. it's all like really blurry. Yeah, but, that's like, yeah. Alex has like yep. grabbed them from outside yeah. or something. So it might be like he was taking him to the car. Well, and then it maybe and then like it was kind of doing like something. like putting one girl into the like trap or whatever, and then she's just kind of run off yeah. somehow. Yeah, that's one thing I like wanted a little bit more clarity on. But other than that, I guess you can sort of piece it together, however. Mm. However you want. Mm. Yeah. I think um, the other thing that kind of gets swept a bit under the rug is the wife of Keller, who's played by Maria Bello. She's lost her daughter for like a week since found her. The daughter is going to be so traumatized like for life. So she's got to deal with that. Then also her husband has gone missing and Andor is about to go to jail. Like her life is <laughs> fucked. He's another mm. prisoner now. Yeah. yeah. They're all prisoners, man. <laughs> like, yeah. But how traumatized was the daughter in the final scene? Oh, like, yeah. That oh, was yeah. tough viewing. She can't even speak to Loki and say thanks Thank like the yeah. mum has to say. So Expressionless, like, on her face. It was Yeah, that was pretty... Um, yeah. yeah, and that's after a week and then, like, Alex has grown up there With years. that experience. You can kind of understand how he's his character came. comes to be the way he is. Yeah. I think even, like... No, like the son kind of gets brushed over, like Keller's son, and like yeah, mm, there's that scene where he's like, the mum's just had like a complete breakdown. It's like mm. crying, like no, you told me you were fine, or you told me we we're gonna be safe with yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just comes out and just like unleashes on his son, like his son has a go at him and he pins him up against the wall and just goes like, yeah, <laughs> like don't you know what I'm doing for you guys, like? And then he goes like, look after your mum, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just dipping out of here for a bit just to do my own thing. Yeah, he's going through some serious shit as well. And he's played yeah. very well also. Um, but, yeah, just their family's ruined. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, Alex, doesn't Alex get reunited, reunited Sorry, with his mm-hmm. biological family as well? Mm. Oh, the old woman. Yep. Yeah. The one with the, the video, the home tape. Yeah. 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 Sure, sure he hasn't, sh- she hasn't seen him for 26 years and then – Were they in the same town? It looked rural as. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Said but something like that playground that the RV was that you said the RV was near, like that's where he was taken, or something like that. Oh. Like she says something like, "It's in the yeah. same town." Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much. yeah, you, you piece that together by looking at a newspaper, and you're like, "Wow, that's pretty cool for them to just sort of yeah. just like subtly allude to something." Yeah, yeah. There's heaps um, to unpack. In there's this so one, much yeah. to unpack. That's um, one of the things. Like, isn't this movie like 150 minutes? It just goes by so quickly. Yeah. It, it does. It did, usually it did not movie, feel like that at all. Usually if a movie goes for two and a half hours, there's a part where you're like, ah, oh, this is dragging on a bit yeah. sort of thing. And you're like, that could chop 20 minutes here or there. Yeah. But this one's just so tight. So tight. <laughs> I think nothing could be taken out or shortened. I'm trying to think, yeah. I think there was one thing that I wrote down. It's like completely like we're picking it like crumbs <laughs> here really first. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember like I think it's um, it's like Joy – um, is like playing in the room with a hamster or something, and then, um, I've forgotten the other girl's name. Anna, Anna, yeah, Anna, Anna. Anna just like whacks the hamster thing and just goes like, "Why isn't it speaking to me?" And it's just what? like, oh, "Yeah, I, I remember." I, remember, <laughs> I remember that. That's so no, nice. such a, I remember because it was like the second time watching it, and I'm just like, "Did no one like? Why are we putting this in the movie? Like, it's <laughs> just such I, a, that, man. I did not hear that at all. I but no, I'm, I'm like, I'm like oh, surely, surely it's going to show like a bit more after this." And then it just like cuts to the next scene. Yeah. 
Definitely, like, if you go back and have to give it a third But there's just, it's literally, like, 30 seconds of them just playing in their room and she just whacks this cage. What the it, hell? Yeah, maybe so maybe she deserves to be taken after that. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's really so cool. icy, bro. <laughs> no, I think, I think, like, maybe it's just kind of speaking to her being a bit, um, you know, negligent and playing with things that she shouldn't. And Maybe. You know, Actually, yeah. A bit right, immature. Yeah. A bit immature, like, you know, she's bashing the ice on the RV so when they first see it. We're going to blame Anna now. Yeah, we'll blame her. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 I'm just just messing. Um, Yeah, no, I think rewatching that, it seems a bit odd um, to be in there. But other than that, any other gripes or other takes? Yeah, what about the scene where um, Gyllenhaal is following um, Keller and Keller initially starts walking up, like, the driveway to go in and, potentially yeah. like beat Alex again, but then he notices yeah. that Gyllenhaal was there from a truck beeping, like beeping at him. Yeah. Beeping him. And then he goes back into the bottle. He t- turns back out the driveway, goes into the bottle, comes back with a bottle of whiskey or something, and then he approaches him and sits in the car. What, that was a pretty crazy scene. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then he just goes Killer off goes his tree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a great scene. And he's, he's like so close to giving himself away. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. He does it so well. He says like, oh, I haven't drunk in like 30 years or something. Um, but now I've been like pushed over the, the edge. Um, I think that was that was a great scene. And it's just kind of, kind of so tense because you're like, if you were Keller and you've got the detective who's trying to solve your daughter's kidnapping now looking at you and then he blows up <laughs> at him. He's like, um, I can't remember the line, but it's like very memorable scene. He kind of says like, you know, it's not you, it's me. Like I'm the one who's kind of her, my daughter's thinking like why I'm not there saving her. Yeah, um, great line. Such Talking a about great like line. every day. Yeah. Um, what does he say? He's like, like oh. she's not going to be thinking about where's Detective Loki. She's going to be thinking about where's her father. So why don't you yeah. look for my fucking daughter? <laughs> yeah, so good. He blows yeah, up. banging the bonnet as well. The, whatever. Yeah. He actually rips into Loki like a fair bit in this movie. This is the first <laughs> bit where he goes like Alex is going to get released from prison and he just goes, Wait, hold, 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 hold. And then, then he just absolutely unleashes yeah, yeah. at him. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I what remember, the fuck? I remember then I was like, like the volume, whatever I was watching it on just completely jumped. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. God. Blow that down. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, yeah, it's just so well acted by Jackman. And they, and even Loki's reactions, he's still very composed. He and does he's like, so well he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, just calm down. Like, yeah. um, I think that's why the yeah. scene when um Bob kills himself in the interrogation is so like, Effective as well because like Loki snapping isn't mm. something you're used to despite all the cops from Jackman throughout yeah. like the first <laughs> half of the movie. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but one thing oh, that kind on. of was I don't know even though if it was annoying, but it's just a bit weird. What do we think of <laughs> Detective Loki's haircut? The like, oh, s- the slick like, back. Absolutely picking your bones now, bro. <laughs> the slick back. Like he, he's chosen. Ca- I think it suits his character. He's like a bit creepy. He's like bit who weird. actually rocks a slick back? Yeah, it's like shaved fully sides, and then he's got the slick. It's like the I English reckon, football. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Greylish. Yeah, <laughs> It's a greylish. I reckon he looks tough. I don't mind. Well, because if if he if he's chosen to add the tattoos and the face twitch, he's obviously chosen the haircut as well. <laughs> I can yeah. chosen every yeah. <laughs> the clothing, like he he wears his top button like yeah, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> when he's like grabbing people on the ground his hair's up flopping down I reckon, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I reckon it works yeah no it's, I'm just clutching at straws um, <laughs> anything <nah>. else <laughs> that, that's all I got um, no nah, it's such a cracking film and I think you know there's so much to unpack but you know 
bit of because it's Denise, probably like second or third film. Um, bit underrated. Like not many people have seen Prisoners, but yeah, I think it's one of the best crime thrillers. Agreed. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah, there's many that, that come up there with like leave you going. Like what has just happened here? Yeah. Like you mentioned a few at the start, like like seven, mm. and like just leaves you with that kind of feeling at the end, going like, yeah, I love seven. It's a great film. Dragon Prisoners is up there with better. seven. I like better. I'm probably going to go just seven, just okay. above Prisoners, but they're both they are right different. They're different. Um, but prisoners. Yeah. I'm going to go Prisoners. prisoners yeah. 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 In my mind. Yeah. I just oh, think that, that, that scene with the uh, the prostitute in seven, just like oh. completely just scarred. Oh, yeah, it's just scarred I reckon me. seven's more like gory, mm. if, pos- if that's possible. Yeah, but. definitely. So that is a wrap for Prisoners. Thanks so much for listening into this episode of Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Huge thank you to Matt, Ollie, and Bennett for coming on the podcast. It was great chatting with you. Thanks yeah, for having thank us. Thank you, Mike. No thank worries. You. First filmed episode as well. We've got some highlights coming on the socials. So as always, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes and make sure you check out our Instagram and TikTok at cinemates underscore. Otherwise, we'll catch you for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also, check out our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.